Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all from flowy summer dresses to those must have espadrilles and Levi's skirts. Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals. Let me tell you, they're a game changer for all day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long. So I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash own your style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash own your style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It's powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york scrubbing in with becca tilly and tanya rad an iHeartRadio and two-time people's choice award-winning podcast hello everybody we're scrubbing in that's the sound of becca tilly's voice <laughs> i'm back i am um, we're over zoom but i am functioning more than I have in the last how long like 12 days 11 days and you know what's interesting we do the podcast together every single week but I don't I you always intro it you always do the intro oh, yeah. and it's really weird doing it <laughs> like I'm like I felt like I had to be like it's not Becca it's Tanya in case you couldn't tell the difference in our voices I know I was weirdly thinking about that today of like you doing the intro and how that must be so weird it is weird maybe we should alternate so that it's not weird when one of us is out yeah it's definitely like a it's an interesting pivot but yeah you know I really appreciate you taking control just being the boss that you are and headlining the podcast <laughs> for two weeks. I know. You know what's so funny is um, on the weekend show for The Vibe, EJ was on vacation too. And so we were like, I was doing something and I was like, 
Sisneason for EJ and we had Brad Goreski on my podcast for Becca Tilly and I was like you know it's summer when just like it's just everybody's just filling in for everybody <laughs> yeah well I wish I was like on a nice vacation or something for summer but right um yeah I I I for anyone who doesn't know I had COVID I um I don't know I mean it's hard to track where you get it right now but I went to a um concert which was the only thing where I was like in a big crowd of people which I think is where I got it and I a lot of people were asking you know when I posted on Instagram about it there was a lot of people curious about if I was vaccinated and um, I'm not vaccinated so it wasn't like a breakthrough case and to be honest I had had a few conversations about getting vaccinated the following week and then I got COVID so (laughs) as soon as I'm able to I'll be going and getting my vaccine, but it's kind of a crazy um, like situation right now because I know a ton of people who are vaccinated who are breakthrough cases getting it. So it's kind of a, you know, not to put, I don't, I think it's just like people being aware and like respecting that the virus is still here. But um, I wish if I could go back, I would go back and wear a mask to that event, like knowing I wasn't vaccinated going into a place with like a ton of people, I would have, you know, worn a mask. But anyways, I had, um, I'm trying to think on Tuesday of last week, I posted about being like super exhausted. Yeah. I don't know if you remember it. And I was like, I still think I'm like deficient in vitamins because on a regular basis, I feel like I don't have a normal amount of energy, but um, that day I was like, I cannot do anything. Like I had so much work to do and I just could not get myself to go. And, um, that next morning on Wednesday, I woke up and I had like the back pain that, you know, my, my mom and my aunt had it, both of my aunts and my sister, and they all talked about the back pain. And so I rolled over and like my whole spine was just like achy Uh. and um I haven't been sick in a really long time like sick with like the fever and the aches and so I just I like knew I literally said out loud I was like I have COVID and I had actually taken an at-home test because we were going to Napa that weekend yeah and um because I wasn't vaccinated we had to take two tests that we did at home and so I had sent that in the day before and then I decided to go um, and get a test at urgent care. And that day on Wednesday, my at-home test came back positive, which to me, I was like, I my only symptom at that point was just that being really tired. tired right. And I did it myself. And um, so that one came back positive. And then I got the call from the urgent care that it was positive, which, like I said, I wasn't surprised I just like knew I had like a gut feeling that I had it um and then I just progressively got just more uncomfortable and sick and I just I'm really good at resting luckily so I was like (laughs) I'm just gonna let my body like not do anything and I was drinking a ton of water and fluids and like really on top of it and then I lost my taste and smell which is the weirdest it's the weirdest thing ever. But like, I remember that morning because we were supposed to do the podcast that night. That's when we had Chelsea Handler. And I like the thing I keep thinking about is 
we always do the podcast on Mondays. Like that's just like how we just, it's, that's when we do our podcast. And for some reason, Chelsea Handler couldn't do that Monday. So we moved it to Wednesday that week and had we done the podcast, you would have just been here. We would have been next to each other. Uh Like I probably, I mean, again, you hear that I am vaccinated. And so, but you do hear the, the breakthrough cases of people getting it. And if you had it and you were right next to me for multiple hours, like, I know it's just, what are the odds? I know. And to be honest, like that's kind of the part that's been, that was like the hardest part at first was like, I felt really um, like guilty of the people that I had potentially exposed. Like even the majority of the people around me were vaccinated. I still like, I don't know. I had a really hard time thinking about that aspect of it. And I had contacted everyone to let them know, you know, I racked my brain, like making sure I didn't miss a single person to let them know. And, um, luckily everyone so far has tested, um, negative, but yeah, I think that was like kind of the biggest part. And I think, um, like not knowing if you give it to someone who might not be able to, you know, fight it off, which, I knew, like, in my mind, I I felt, I never felt, like, panicked about my health or, you know, I was checking my oxygen and everything. And, like, I did get, like, the sore chest and stuff from coughing. Uh. But I just, it was a lot more of the fear of giving it to someone who doesn't have the the body to fight it, you know. So, yeah. um, I think it's kind of an eye-opener. It's, like, crazy because... I, I mean, all of a sudden it's like overnight the cases started going crazy again. And like, I know so many people, I know so many people who have it right now and it's luckily, I mean, everyone I know is okay, but it's, it's definitely like be aware of it and be vigilant because like, like you said, we could have just done our podcast normally that day and. You could have gotten it and then you could have gone and seen Red Star, you know, yeah, it's like it's like it spreads. And I think it's I think for fast. me, like after I after I got vaccinated, I almost felt like I had superpowers, you know, it was like I can mm-hmm. be normal again and do all these things. And I was still kind of like I still wear my mask at the grocery store and, mm-hmm. you know, I still wear it sometimes when I'm indoor places. Yeah. But outdoors I don't even think about it. And, you know, when mm-hmm. we go to the concert, I didn't even think to put it on. And it's like, yeah, it's it's almost like it's just getting really bad again. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like mask up and. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, I agree. I think there was even to, to be honest, like I when all the when people were able to get vaccinated, so many of my friends like went and got it and like, you know, like immediately. And a lot of I think everyone that I know kind of was like run down for a couple of days. And this was kind of during yeah. the process where I was moving. And so I just felt like there was stuff back to back to back. And I was just kind of lazy about it and everyone was getting it. And then I felt like cases kind of went down and no one was talking about it. And so I kind of like I almost felt like I had superpowers because everyone else was vaccinated, which I think is a very ignorant like mentality. But right. But then it's true. Like everything was declining. And so you're like, okay, like this is good. It's summer. It's the it's supposed to be better in the in the heat or whatever. Yeah. And so then as I was having more conversations with people and people were talking, you know, we were seeing more cases coming up. 
I was like, I'm going to get it next week because we were going to be back from Napa. And I was like, if I go, if it makes me a little sick or run down, I have a couple of days where I can just chill next week. And then I got COVID. So, um, yeah, it's been like, it's been sucky, like, by no means would I, like, it's, you know, being sick is just the worst. But like I said, I think it was more, I was just glad that everyone I know has stayed healthy and well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so Phoebe was, like, been my little sleeping buddy. She's mm. really adapted to being very lazy. Yeah, and I'm sure she lo- loves having you home all the time. Yeah, I'm home a lot, but, yeah, she's mm-hmm. been good. But, yeah, that's kind of been my update, I thinks to everyone who, like, a lot of people, without even knowing I had COVID, were, like, checking in and, you know, sending me, like, get well messages. And Tanya brought me, like, a basket full of literally anything you could need being sick, <laughs> including Pop-Tarts, which I can't taste, but I, I did know, have one I the other so day. I was excited because I saw these Fruit Loop Pop-Tarts, which I'd never seen before. I never even knew that was an option. I was like, oh, this will be fun for her to try. Then I forgot yeah. you lose your taste. <laughs> So. It's so trippy. Like I, I remember my when my sis, my sister didn't have her taste and smell for like a long time, and she would say like, "It's so weird not knowing like if you smell bad." <gasps> and in my mind, I'm like, "Well, I, I mean, not I'm not saying this in like a bragging way, but I rarely like don't smell." good because i I do i can reek (laughs) sometimes so that would be detrimental it's so weird and like i can't i like light candles but i'm like i hope my house smells nice which you know once i'm i'm still kind of like recovering have the cough and stuff and kind of like feel weird when i sleep and wake up so once i like do my deep clean i'm like gonna feel better about it but i'm like does my house smell okay you know i'm just like it's so it feels like you're You just don't have this part of you that you're so used to. It's a weird sensation. Yeah, I can't. I honestly can't imagine. And I thought I was going to be able to eat like super healthy because I was like, well, I can't taste anything. So I might as well just like fill my body with like nutritious foods. Yeah. I'm still eating horrible. Really? Why? Because I crave like the texture of like comfort food. Like what? Like a mac and cheese? Yeah, well, you got me mac and cheese. I've had mac and cheese. Well, mac and cheese is nice because it's like hot and like comforting on my throat, even though it's dairy. Right. Like get a soup. Just get like a super healthy soup from somewhere. I've had I've had ramen and soup every single day. I'm like so over it. Like it helps. It makes me feel good. So like I'll eat it to like feel comfort. But I I'm like tired of the the look and texture of it. But my friend from back home, he said the same thing. He was like, I really thought I was going to eat healthy because, like, what's the point? I can't taste. And right. he was like, I'm still eating all my, like, bad foods. That's so interesting. Q. 
Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson, and top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cashback is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving and you can be one of them. Membership is free and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. 
Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Hi, it's Ashley Iconetti. And it's Benjamin Higgins. And you guys may know us from the Almost Famous podcast where we recap the Bachelor franchise. And wow, do we have a Bachelorette finale to recap for you this week. And we've got the one and only runner-up, Justin Glaze, giving us all the tea from what he thinks about Greg's exit to... Blake and Katie being together now. What a dramatic episode. Well, hey, make sure you tune in. Listen to our podcast, Almost Famous, right now on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. What's new with you? Update us. I'm just so sorry. Like, I'm sorry... (laughs) And I'm sad because, like, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal. But, like, we pretty much, like, canceled our, you know, we were going to do the podcast in Napa. And we, Mm -hmm. like, Red Star and I still went because we were just kind of, like, let's go and enjoy. (laughs) Yeah. But I think he was really looking forward to kind of hanging out with everybody and, and, you know, meeting people for the first time. Um, So, you know, that was a bummer. But... We ended up having a really good time and we hung out with like Dean and Kaylin. And so that was like really fun and like playing like, you know, I love playing games. Um, So we played this really fun fishbowl game that I'm going to bring to like every single barbecue that I go to from now on. It's just like a really fun game. Um, And I've just been like working a lot. Um, But also like the, uh, the other day I was really run down. Like I think it was the day that I came and I dropped off the stuff at your house yeah. And I, I feel like I find myself getting so nervous every day, you know, like I was so run down that night and then I was like, this is what happened to Becca. And then she woke up and she had COVID. And so like, I woke up the next morning and I was like, <clears throat> no, like I felt okay, you know, but I feel like I'm reverting back to that, um, that scared feeling that I had mm-hmm. for a while, which I don't, you know, I don't yeah. think anybody likes, but I know I, um, it, when you came over and you were talking about how you felt, I was so panicked because it was like you were describing exactly how I had felt. And <clears throat> I think there's also like a just a good old fashioned like cold going around, too. So yeah, people, I think, are really panicked. Is I think once the world opened back up again, it was like we just were we just went and we've been drinking and just drinking. And and then I still have my normal workload. So I think I was just tired you know like yeah girlfriend can't be drinking multiple nights a week and still functioning and waking up early you know what I mean like it's like okay 34 hello (laughs) slap in the face yeah yeah can't do it like you used to (laughs) so I know I um um, I was really bummed that everything got canceled for Napa I really felt responsibility i was too tired and sick to like really take on the emotions of it but i definitely felt that yeah so the trip was fun though it was like good couples weekend yeah it really really was and like it's just i don't know and i know i've been saying this for a long time it's not like red star red star and i are new by any means like newly dating but because we were locked down and he wasn't really meeting people for so long it is so nice to like have him around, you know, and experience these things that we've experienced, you know, before he was in in my life. And so, um, yeah, it was really, really fun. You posted a really cute Instagram photo with the, 
iconic Taylor Swift lyric. Because the, the you, lyric you, just spoke what it needed to. Well, because you, when y'all first started dating, or like, you know, I remember when that song came out, you like really resonated with it. Mm-hmm. The lyrics of um, Invisible String. Invisible String. Yeah. I tell them all the time, I'm like, this song reminds me of you because. You know, we, we before we met on on Hinge, I didn't know he existed, but we also we frequented the same places and walked by the same courtyard like like multiple times a week. And so it was kind of like we were in this weird same bubble, but didn't know each other until it was the right time for us. You know, so that song really like makes me think of him. Isn't it weird that when like I mean, a lot of people, they grow up with someone and maybe end up with them or whatever. But then there's people who, like you said, there is no awareness of their existence and then they become like everything to you. Mm -hmm. It's bizarre. It's such a like romantic mindset of thinking how we're all wondering, you know, searching for that type of love. And it's, it's with a stranger before it's with that person, you know, they're yeah, a stranger like before a, they're like, like total stranger, <laughs> like total. Like if it was not for that dating app, there's no chance in hell I would have ever met him. No chance. And I'm like, he is my soul. Like we are literally connected souls. And so it's so bizarre that I don't know. It's very weird. Don't get me into it because I'll just like, do you think, do you think that had it not been on hinge, you would have met Otherwise, do you believe that? I think because you know me, I've been on the dating apps for so long, like on all of them. And I'd only met with two guys like in real life off of the dating apps. And he was one of them. Something was telling me to just go. Sierra, actually, my friend Sierra, my coworker Sierra (laughs) was the one who was just like, go. But I, 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 it's just it is. It's very, very bizarre. Very bizarre. It's an invisible string. It is. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Dean took those photos. They were cute, right? Yeah, they're really cute. Yeah. Dean's really good at what he does. Yeah. I know. I was. I wanted to hang out with everyone, too. I was excited to see him and Kaylin and hang out with you and Red Star and um, Nick and his girlfriend. But um, it'll happen again. I kept saying, like, they're, Napa's not going anywhere. Tanya and Red Star aren't going anywhere. That's true. We'll do it again. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Um, I was going to say, speaking of Taylor Swift, she there was she dropped like a teaser for the Red Taylor version. Uh-huh. And I was kind of like chuckling to myself, thinking about how aware she is, how like crazy she drives everyone. And she like basically admitted it. Like, loves what it. She say, when she posted so it. Like, I know she, but the caption said something like manic man laughs manically. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's so hard. Like I honestly, the Swifties really deserve a gold star in every aspect of life because these things that she posts, like, do you understand how many times I watched that video, screenshotted it and tried to like put the letters around? I, 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 impossible impossible and then i'm reading twitter and people are figuring it out and i'm just like how are you guys figuring this out this is not normal they're literally like fbi agents yeah but i like like everybody gets annoyed They're like uh taylor swift just can't just like drop stuff and i'm like she makes us work for it you know just 
we work for our reward and and the reward feels nicer. I don't. Yeah, I think if anything, it's kind of like a build up for the release of the album. It's like gives people something to do and to like get excited about. I think it's the most, ge- you know, I am just the biggest Taylor fan. I actually watched Miss Americana the other day just to like have comfort. Oh, I watch I the pond like- sessions weekly. <laughs> is that is that not normal? I really want to go to like a Airbnb and like a cozy cabin for the release of the red Taylor version. We're in like the hundred day window mark, I believe. So should we book it? Should we go ahead and get it booked? Yeah. I mean, November 19th, I have it in my calendar. It's just a little annoying that it's so far away. Like, (laughs) come on. What are you like? Are you most excited to hear like the unreleased stuff or then her her the 10 minute version of All Too Well? Like what Uh, has you (laughs) off this? The better man, because, you know, she wrote that song for Little Big Town. Yeah. And so this will be I'm assuming her singing it. So I think that and that song to me, just like. (laughs) So I think that's the one I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. I'm so excited. And the 10 minute All Too Well is just like. Yeah, it's it's over. And what is your what is your line? An embarrassment. Of it's an embarrassment. Of, like, OK, <laughs> if we wanted to listen to All Too Well six times, it would take an hour. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. It's like and those lyrics of that song are already so good that like I can't even imagine adding more. You know, there's just liners, like lines in there that are... I know. And you know what I think about? So this was like the Jake Gyllenhaal era of Taylor. And to me, the Red album, although it wasn't... I think Red in 1989 or Tied for my favorite, I think Red lyrically is just more of like a Tanya album because it's just so angsty and like emotional. And you know Uh what I mean? Like the lyrics just like, just get me on a totally different level. So yeah. it's almost like this was her diary. This was her her chapter with Jake. And so I think there was obviously songs in the vault that maybe were too personal for her to, to release at the time. But now yeah. she's in a thriving, good relationship. This is like, you know, she's like so far removed from it that I think we're going to get some really, really good stuff. I agree. I'm I'm very, very excited. Um, Speaking of nothing, but something you said triggered my memory. So I read this book. Are you reading? Good for you. I read it in two days. And I love to read. But like if a book doesn't have my interest, like your mind wanders. Yeah, I just kind of I'll forget about it. But then when I really like a book, I like don't forget about it to an extreme level where I'm like, I have to finish this in 24 hours. And so um, the book is called The Seven Husbands of Emily, or sorry, (laughs) I'm okay. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And it was just like incredible. And so like I keep, I'll just be in the middle of my day and I'll just think about it. Care to share what it's about? Well, I don't want to give away a lot because it's about this actress who. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah, that's the spoiler. It's it's about this like famous actress and just like her love life. But I just found it so beautiful. And like at the end, she kind of talks about how her whole life was 
getting essentially like getting wanting the approval of other people. And as she got older, she realized like that's not where she was fulfilled in her life. It was the people in her life that fulfilled her in the relationships. And I just thought it was like a beautiful, you know, I think I related to it a lot in the sense of caring so much about what people think about my life and sometimes living for that approval when they're when that approval isn't what fuels me or like makes me happy or like yeah you know what's interesting and um we actually we had this conversation i did daily pop and we were talking about this there's this new statistic about women um not wanting to have kids as much anymore these days can't remember what mm-hmm. the actual statistic story was but the conversation that we kind of had from it was how for some reason it only happens to women. It doesn't happen. Maybe it happens to men. I don't know. I'm I'm not a man, but for women, it's like, okay. So, you know, when you're single, every conversation is, why haven't you found a guy? When are you going to find the guy? Like, you know, which I was in that state for a very long time. I was like, I am trying. Like it is not for lack of effort. I am trying, but these bozos that I'm dating, like are just not measuring up, you know? Then you yeah. find a guy and it's like, when are you guys getting engaged? And then that's the thing. And that's all they talk about. All the pressure gets put on that. And, you know, then you get engaged and it's when are you having a baby? And then you have mm-hmm. it because like Morgan just had a baby and she was everybody saying, when's baby number two? And it's just like, there's all these pressures just put on. And like, I don't even think we realize it that we, I don't even think we realize that we do it. I don't think we realize that that we do feel that pressure, but you really Mm -hmm. do. Because I think what I've realized, especially in my relationship with red star is, you know, we are at different vantage points in our life. You know, like I've always, like I've always wanted to find this guy Mm -hmm. that, that he is. And so I'm ready to like dive in full force and like do it. Right. He is not in that, in that, in that place. But, Mm -hmm. but when you boil it down, we love our day to day. We get along really well. We have a good chemistry. We like to live life together. And so that's the thing that is what's most important. You know what I mean? Like that's, what's going to carry on is the day to day to day. All the other Mm -hmm. stuff is going to fall into place when we both feel good and comfortable, but it's like, we're so happy and we're so good. And you don't realize how much all that other pressure, you know, it does subconsciously, I think, get to you. I mean, absolutely. I remember I um someone on Instagram, I did like one of those question boxes, boxes. And um, someone said, like, I just am I'm like waiting to get proposed to like all I want is to be engaged. Like, I just want to marry my boyfriend. We've been together for, you know, like five years or something. And I was like, in my mind, I, I think I even answered. I said something like, Okay, then you're going to get the ring. You're Mm going to get engaged. And then it'll be like waiting for the wedding date. Mm -hmm. And then the wedding date will come. And then it's, well, when are we having kids? I was like, there's this innate thing that we, this society, um, like expectation that we're kind of like born into. And it's like built inside of us that like, these are the steps of how Mm -hmm. it's supposed to look. These are the steps of happiness. Yeah, these are the steps of like happiness and, and fulfillment. fulfillment. Yeah. And if and if they don't go in this order or on this timeline, then you're not going to be happy or fulfilled. And then 
people experience happiness and fulfillment without it and they question themselves like what's wrong with me and i also think think too it's like you jump into these things because like i have a friend who i fully believe that she just got married because she was in her late 20s and this guy is the guy she was dating and like she didn't think it through you know what i mean it wasn't Mm -hmm. they didn't have a similar lifestyle they didn't have it was just this is the guy that i'm dating i'm in my late 20s I'm going to get married and we're going to start a family and then cut to five years from now. Not so good. Not so happy. And it's like, well, you know, I think because we put these pressures on, we just kind of do it to do it and we don't really think it through. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like, think of how many times we do things for other people to applaud us or tell us like good job or be like satisfied with our decisions and it's like they're not the ones who are living our lives you know like it's like their their approval is not our happiness and I think we so often like feel pressured by that norm that we question ourselves if we're doing it differently and enjoying it being different yeah I know I have. I mean, I I question everything I do because I <clears throat> my whole life. I you know, in Miss Americana, she says like my whole life has been working towards being the good girl or being like good. And I mm-hmm. really like took that in because that's kind of how I feel too. Like my whole life has been I do think to an extent I made decisions based on what I want, but I think the bigger thing that was over me was making sure that other people thought I was doing a good job or that I was doing the right thing. See, it's funny because for me, it's not the people pleasing. Like I don't give two farts of what (laughs) other people think I'm doing with my life. It's, it's not their, what they think it's, it's this, the nuancey pressure that like, or not pressure, but the nuancey, this is how it's supposed to go. And this is, you know, like, oh, you can't do this with that person until you're married or you can't do that. You know, it's like, but why? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna enjoy my life. And I don't know, it's been, it's been, I don't know, I've I've been having some, some internal conversations just about, you know, like, yes. And I think it's okay to have desires of your heart. And that is a desire Mm -hmm. of my heart to like get married and, you know, but not on a certain timeline. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to be dating somebody for, you know, however long it is until I'm engaged. And then I want to be married. I want to have a baby by this time. And, and I'm like, if one more person asks me that, or tells me that I should freeze my eggs, I'm going to punch somebody. (laughs) Like I'm, I don't want to freeze my eggs. I understand (laughs) that that is an option. I have looked into it. It's not for me. If you want to do it, you do it but like you don't need to tell me to freeze my eggs yeah. <laughs> i'm good no no like we all know how old we are we all know like what like when like we we all know scientifically and health wise the age limit of when you know getting pregnant gets harder like we're all very aware of that so i find it interesting that people i think that freezing your eggs is an amazing option for people and i think i think it's like wow how cool that we have the option to do that but i also think like we're all aware of like how old we are and like what 
what's going on with our body. So I, um, I know, I think everyone's always, everyone's in everyone's business about everything. That's what I'm really learning. Yeah. But you know what also like really just irks my pickle? <laughs> what? So like, uh, I was having a conversation with a girlfriend of mine who just bought a house. This isn't you. I'm mm-hmm. not like pretending to like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Um, and she was saying she bought a house, she's single and she did it on her own and which is amazing by the way. And she was like, I have so much to get, you know, cause she went from an apartment to a home and she's like, I have so much to furnish and I need to do it in chunks. And she's like, I wish that, you know, she's like, I wish that I could have some sort of registry or like, you know, when you get married, you have a registry and you have people buy stuff for your home. And, and when you're a bachelorette, you have parties and people give you gifts, but nobody does it for the single woman who just bought a house or just started her own company. And it's like, it's so ass backwards to me. Like we should be supporting the single woman who is starting her company and send her if she need. you know what I mean? Like I don't even know. I don't know what you need, but like, if you need a- awareness, like let's bring awareness to your, to your brand and your company. If you need yeah. pencils, let's like buy you some pencils or, you know what I mean? Like it, it, our mind only goes to, to sending gifts and doing these things when a woman has a partner, when she finds her partner. And it's like, what the F? I really appreciate like, you know, lately there's the Amazon wish list for teachers, which I love because a lot of teachers are like, you know, People who either have families or some a single girl who's maybe struggling financially doesn't have the means to like buy things for her classroom. And I love that that's kind of like a way that people have taken on helping, you know, that what you're talking about. And I think maybe there should I think there should be more of a normal standard around having a registry if you're a new homeowner because like buying a home is an incredible like accomplishment yeah even when I moved into my apartment by myself this is my first time without roommates and I I felt overwhelmed I needed to do it in chunks it was like I'll do the living room and then I'll do my bedroom and then you know what I mean like yeah that's what you do but it would have been so nice if I had you know what I mean if I could just like throw up the registry and say hey can I get a Can I get a curtain, some curtain rods for this room? And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, and maybe that's where, you know, I I think it's also like friends celebrating each other. And I was thinking about this the other day, but I have like the greatest group of friends. Like, I feel like I, oh, we were talking about this, about how like we celebrate each other and like almost overdo it sometimes to like celebrate one another and like yeah. our group of friends and how we show up. I mean, I when you brought me that basket the other day, I was like literally I know that you're a rare breed, but I was thinking like how lucky am I to have like a friend who's going to show up like that, you know, and like you sat on the like on my porch and we talked through the phone. And it like literally lifted my spirit so much just like having even though it wasn't like human interaction, it was like seeing someone yeah by the way do you know how many mosquito bites i got from that one hour (laughs) sitting on your grass i'm imagining a lot you you just look at my legs it's like yikes yeah but i think it's like just you know celebrating each other and showing up and like you know i don't know I, i get what you're saying because i think a lot of times it's like unless you are having a baby or getting married to someone you don't 
get celebrated in like life's accomplishments. And I think that um, it should be celebrated. So I feel very fortunate to have friends who celebrate me and the big things and the small things. But I think everyone should have that. Yeah. When I was going to do that big party for my birthday and I was like going to be a lot of money, I was like, you know what? I also love that like Red Star did it. I mean, he didn't do like, you know, the whole I was going to do like it's grandiose thing. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this to celebrate my birthday. No, no, no. Comes once a year. I'm going to throw this banger when my book goes number one on the New York Times bestseller. You know what I mean? It could be you could do it for all, honestly. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to make this like a. it'll be a. I don't know. I just and maybe I start doing it. Maybe I should start doing it like for my friends. Like you just bought a house. I should I should set up a registry for you so people can send you stuff. I don't need any more stuff. You know, I have. So I know, but it's about stuff. leading the charge. You know, it's I about it, leading the charge. I understand, but I—if you saw my front, changing the culture area, all the boxes that I have right now, I—you already got me a table, so I don't need you to do anything else. I'm just no, okay, maybe not with you. I need to find another friend of mine that's you know starting their own company and yeah. see how I can help, you know, like make a registry and send it to their friends. Here you go. She's starting her company and she needs X, Y, Z Lego. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to do you it. should do that. I already know who I'm going to do it for. <laughs> you already got just like that. You already got the name. It sure do. Um, so there was this article that came out about, Ellen Pompeo not acting after Grey's Anatomy. Do you see this? Yes. What are your thoughts? I have many. Okay, starting with one. <laughs> My biggest takeaway is people like to put women in a box. Ellen Pompeo is an actress. Now she wants to be an entrepreneur. She wants to pivot. She's in her 50s and I effing love it. Why do we have to stay in one box our whole lives? Why can't we pivot at different stages? I think so much of us, like so many women feel like they are, um, you know, in this profession, I've been doing this for 10 years, 15 years, whatever years, I can't start something new. And it's like, why not? We can change the narrative. We can change our everything whenever we want. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about it. <laughs> So you're saying you love that she's doing that. That yeah. she's like, yeah, same. I I can't say that I blame her. I mean, she's literally led the charge of like this massive show for almost 20, 20 years. No, 18 years, 18 seasons. 2005. I'm not good at math. 2021 yeah. minus 2005. <laughs> 16. Is that 16 years? Okay. I can't I do mental years. math. I just can't do it. 2021 minus 2005. 16 years, correct. Yeah, 16 years. Wow, the dead lull of us just staring at each other. <laughs> yeah, I really hope they keep that in. It's so good. Um, I I don't blame her for being like... I, I really thought the quote about like sitting in trailers and traveling and waiting to be told when I can eat lunch. Like I was like, wow, you don't even... I know that happens for people, but in my mind, I feel like Ellen like runs the show. So she does whatever she wants, but it's like, no, she's still being directed or being like 
told timing and um it's the hurry up and wait yeah so i i can't say that i blame her i mean and also i i do remember when uh sandra o left that she was kind of like I want to do other characters, yeah. you know, like I don't want to be Christina Yang forever, even though she'll always be Christina Yang to me. I thought that was really cool. Same with like the cast of friends. It's like they're iconic for those roles, but like Jennifer Aniston has done so much since then. Yeah. But I also just love her being like, I don't want to like, yeah, I don't want a PA telling me or DA. I don't know exactly what the, the, the terms are, but AD, AD thank you. Um, telling me like when I can have lunch and stuff, you know? And I think, I think that's something that you don't realize, you know, when you're watching something um, like even for me, I'm sure it's different when you're an actress and when you do like carpets and stuff. But I remember like at the billboard awards, they were like, hurry like Tanya like we need her on the carpet like DJ Khaled's coming at whatever you know time or something and um I uh I so I'm like rushing I'm like running in my high heels and like to get there and then the sound check was postponed and then so like his schedule got completely changed so I was still an hour and a half earlier like whatever it is you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. nobody's fault nobody being any sort of anything it's just things run behind and like schedules Mm -hmm. change. And so it's like, it's, yeah, it's this constant push and pull of hurry, wait, hurry, wait. And it's, it's just part of it. And for me, like, that's the thrill of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah." like I gotta go, you know? And then I'm like there and I'm like, okay, cool. I can chill. (laughs) But I imagine when you've been doing a show like that for so many years, it's probably like kind of, she's ready to do something different. Yeah. I, on the, I remember on The Bachelor, it would be like, we ha- you have to get up and get ready for, you know, rose ceremony or whatever. And I'd get ready and be in that freaking uncomfortable dress I was wearing with horrible shoes and just be sitting there. And, like, nothing would happen for hours. And it was so annoying. And that was the first time I experienced hurry up and wait. And it was, yeah. like, a term that was, like, frequently used on the show. And... It drove me insane. Like, I would get so impatient. So I can't imagine doing that for 16 plus years. And But I think it's also different. Like, you were on The Bachelor and it's a reality show and you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's different when it's your occupation and, you know what I mean? Like, there's drive and passion behind it for you. You're like, what the hell am I doing? You know what I mean? (laughs) You're like, uh, okay. Yeah, but I'm saying like, even more so to, yeah, put yourself in that situation knowing. And I do think there's drive and passion, but even I think that's why she started doing like producing and directing the episodes because I think she was like, I need more of a challenge. I'm not, I'm not feeling that anymore, just acting. So, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, um, so Benny Blanco is an, an artist, but he's an incredible, um, like songwriter, song maker, song, everything, producer, everything. And I was listening to this interview that he gave and he was just like, you know, cause he was always behind the scenes for a really long time. He was just doing it for other people. And then he decided to, to step out and, and kind of be an artist. And people were asking him like, why did you decide to do that? Like you were making bank and doing great and da da da. And he was just like, it's like, let's say you are like the best at making pizza and everybody just wants you to make a pizza. You're constantly every day you're making pizza. One day you make wake up and want to make a salad mm-hmm. and try that out and see what that's like and test your, you know, so I don't know. I think it, it was like such an interesting analogy 
from music to like cooking, but it like really resonated with me. I was like, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Really? You really held on to it? I did. I really held on to it. I listened to that interview in 2018 and I'll never forget it. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Really stayed with you. Stayed with me. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? And guess what? Macy's is celebrating in a big way. I was browsing Macy's online the other day, and I couldn't help but notice that they're highlighting some incredible AAPI-owned brands. I'm talking about names like Cardin, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve, brands that bring innovation, style, and diversity to the table. But wait, it gets even better. Macy's isn't just celebrating with fashion, they're also giving back. Throughout the month of May, you can support college access and student success by donating online or rounding up your purchase in-store to APIA Scholars. APIA Scholars is an incredible nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students to achieve their academic and professional dreams. And you can be a part of that mission simply by rounding up your purchase at Macy's Checkout. Trust me, every little bit helps. So join me and Macy's this May in celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month and shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Let's celebrate culture, style, and education together. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio exactly that's why 21 seeds infused tequila is a must-have 21 seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit which means the flavors are built in so you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail 21 seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever yes 21 seeds is smooth fresh and tastes incredible and it's not overly sweet it tastes like tequila just infused with real juice Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. 
that brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Um, I think we have an email, and I don't know if anyone's noticed yet, but Mark and Easton aren't here, so... (laughs) Yeah, it's just a girl's trip today. It's just, uh, you know, we're modern women. It's all in we. Wow, that was a beautiful rendition. Thank you. I just created it. Um, Do you want to read it? Because, you know. Yeah, you're struggling. I I see it. I feel it. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this is from Anonymous. I'll try and do it like Mark. <laughs> what are your feelings? I can't do it. I can't do Mark. No, no, this is not Mark at all. No, I know. Okay. What are your feelings on comparing your relationship to the marriage of your parents? My parents have been together for 30 years and have what I see as the perfect marriage. I love the way they love each other. I am currently dating and I feel like I use my parents' relationship as a measuring tool of what my possible future relationship could look like. Part of me feels like this is unreal. This is unrealistic due to the dating culture today. And the other part of me feels like it's okay to have deal breakers and standards about what I want. What do you think? Um, I actually really relate to this because I, my parents have been together for a really long time and I always say like they love each other, but like even more so they still like each other. Like they still make each other laugh. They still like are comfortable and like prefer probably just hanging out the two of them. Um, And so I always felt like that's exactly what my relationship was going to be like. And I will say, like, what doesn't change in different cultures and generations is love and, like, putting work into a relationship. Like, those things have always been the same and will always be the same. And I think it's, like, making the decision of how you handle that. Because I think your parents have probably a beautiful relationship, but no marriage is perfect and I guarantee that they've had times where they've had to maybe work harder at it in certain times of their life than other times and I think it's very possible for you to find a a relationship that's like that that has love and you know the willingness to work at the relationship but I think it really comes down to a lot of times this generation is very much um, a lot more empowered. You know, I do think like women especially have a lot more, um, I think, courage and power than we've ever had before to to have a say in what the relationship looks like and their happiness. And I think sometimes we, you know, look at our parents and think like it's just perfect, but there's no perfect relationship. So that's like kind of what I was picking up on, on the, on the email is when she said, or he, I don't know, it's anonymous. Um, the, they seem to have the perfect marriage. And I think that, um, that perception is what screws us all up because there's no perfect relationship. I, I would, I don't even think it's a stretch to say, 
every relationship has some sort of squabble, like, or some sort of like, you are different individuals. You were raised differently. You had different lives. You're intertwining your lives. You know, like I obviously think that there are some marriages that really thrive and are healthy and are happy and 90% of it is good, but there's still disagreements. There's still some parts where you're going to have to compromise. Um, And so I think, you know, sometimes what we see seems perfect, but you don't see the full story. So I think that can really trip people up is like this belief of what it's supposed to look like. I know for me, that was a really big thing. Like I was always saying, um, is it right? Or should it be like this or da da da? And the answer is it shouldn't be like anything. Like you get to decide what type of relationship you have. You get to write the rules. If you want to, if you want to meet someone and get married in two weeks, you can meet someone and get married in two weeks. If you want to meet someone and you don't want to get married for 20 years, then don't get married for 20 years. There's no right and wrong and there's no perfect. And it's like, it, I think there's something really kind of incredible and empowering when, when I kind of started to realize that is like, there's no right or wrong in any relationship. It's just what feels good to you. And so you mm-hmm. get to decide, like you and your partner get to decide what kind of relationship you have. And there's something so beautiful about that, you know, like Red Star and I just, you know, we were like, we're going to have issues and we're not going to agree on things and we're going to have different timetables on things. But when we have those conversations, we've sa- we've said, we're going to, we're coming from a place of positivity. We're coming from a place of wanting to understand the other person and where they're at and what they're experiencing and just talk about it and just have the conversation and, and come from a place of love instead of mm-hmm. trying to prove a point or be right or whatever it is, because there is no right or wrong. It's like, it's really weird. Once you kind of start to have that perspective, the world changes. <laughs> yeah. I also think like my parents got married. I I don't even know. It was like three months and they eloped or something mm-hmm. and they, you know, had a lot of challenges in their marriage and but they always like fought for it because they loved each other and wanted to be together. But like, I always sometimes like romanticized their relationship because it was like this fleeting, like they got married and eloped because they just wanted to be married. And I always thought I would have that. And I'm so the opposite. Like I'm scared of commitment. I'm scared of marriage. I don't know like where that fear comes from because I did, I grew up with like a healthy marriage and like a something that, most people would want, you know, Mm -hmm. so I don't know where that comes from. But I always felt like something was wrong with me that I never had the desire to meet someone and then get married. In fact, I'm like the opposite. So I think sometimes like, you can have an idea of what a relationship looks like that maybe you might have one day. But I also think that, like Tanya said, you're such a different person. You're they were raised by their parents and you're raised by your parents and the world's going to look different to you and you're going to have different relationships than, than they have. So I think like being able to respect the relationship they have is healthy. Like, I think you're so lucky to be able to look at your parents and see something that you want because a lot of people don't have that, but also like your life is going to be your own and it's going to be different and it's going to be beautiful. And you're going to find someone who, fulfills you in a way that's your own fulfillment but it's true like you get to write your own story and that is effing empowering and cool 
But also, yeah. no, nobody's perfect, so. And also, like, have standards and deal breakers. Like, those things are healthy. Oh, Don't, yeah. like, totally eliminate that just because it's not like you just have to make it work with whoever. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you're you talking to, to Queen Red that. Flag. Like, I had stopped. I didn't go on a second date with a guy because I saw a pull-up bar in his bedroom. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no. Not dating Mike the situation. <laughs> Wait, who was that? <laughs> guy in college. Oh, Wow. I had high standards even in college, you know, like, no, not going to cut it for me. My standards were so, like, unrealistic in high school. Like, my old journals are so funny. I still have those. Like, my therapist even says, she's like, Tanya, you think that this man's going to come in on a horse with a carriage and a glass (laughs) slipper? And I'm like, you're damn right. No, but like, I'd be like. I really, please don't let him have bad breath in the morning. <laughs> oh, wow. Really scraping the bottom of the barrel. I just like had, you know, it was Who a lot of good hype. breath in the morning. Nobody. Well, I was hoping for a unicorn, I guess. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I'm, I don't know one person that doesn't have stank breath in the morning. Anyways, I'm just saying like, I think having standards is okay, but also like finding where you might compromise and that's your own decision right so on that note um i know that this has been this has been more activity than you have done in the past (laughs) two weeks so i will reprieve reprieve you reprieve i'm gonna let you go oh thank you Uh uh-huh i will wrap this up like a with a nice little bow it was so nice having you back i've missed you i hope that you get stronger every day And I'll probably talk to you in one hour. Okay. I love you. I'm happy to be back. I hope everyone takes care of yourself. I, you know, I do have like a very annoying cough, but I was very lucky and was able to get through this with mostly a positive attitude and a lot of rest. And, um, you know, that's a fortunate thing that I'm able to say. So everyone, please take care of yourself, take care of each other. And um, we'll be back next week. Happy to be back. Love Love you you all. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit we're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. 
Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's Better H-E-L-P. Com. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.